Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 344 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. I hope you guys are doing great and being the best version of you that's possible. I love that thought. So the other day we had the outside of our house cleaned. Sometimes when it gets really wet outside though, our railing lights stop working. (laughs) Well, right now our railing lights are not working at the moment. It's happened before and it used to give me so much anxiety because it's such a beautiful part of our lighting and I'm pretty particular about how our lighting looks at our house. But this morning when Eric told me that they weren't working, I just sort of felt an acceptance. Now there was an instant flash of uh, anxiety popped up, but then it was sort of shut down by an acceptance that, you know what, I know it will work once it dries out and if it doesn't, we can always get an electrician to look at it. There's no big deal. It's part of my life today. It's not a part I can do anything about at the moment, so why stress myself out? I don't need for that to be different in order for me to enjoy my morning. (laughs) That's a good thought, isn't it? I don't need for that to be different so that I can have a good morning. What if we all just stopped expecting things to be different than they are? What if we just begin looking at what is and saying, well, this is in my experience at the moment. I don't need for it to be any different because it's not. Now, I know that may sound like settling or fatalism, but a lot of times it's the fighting against what we don't want that causes us so much agony. It also causes more of what we don't want to come into our life, unfortunately. (laughs) I, I wish it weren't that way, but it is. If something is happening in your life and you don't want it to happen, so you scream and you fight and you cry because you want it to be the way you want it to be or the way you expected it to be, but that's not how it is. I mean, what is, is what is. We can't fight that and win. We can fight it and be in misery. We can fight it and dwell on it and scream at it, but now we're just bringing more of it into our life. Where focus goes, energy flows, right? And like it or not, believe it or not, we live in a world of vibration and energy. We attract what we think about. We attract what we give most of our attention to. So all growing up in the religion that I was raised in, there was this underlying threat that if you really messed up, you would lose your family. Because in that religion, they practice shunning, where everyone you love and know will turn their backs on you if you're shunned. Quite literally, they turn their backs on you. I'm not exaggerating. It's a pretty effective practice if you think about it, because it's our greatest fear as a human to be rejected and isolated, alone, and deemed unworthy. So every person that grows up in that religion has that fear that it could happen to them. And it's not irrational because anybody that has been there has watched it happen to a friend or like in my case, their uncles and cousins. It's real. And it used to keep me up at night when I was a teenager struggling to follow all the rules. So I thought about this all the time. I feared it more than anything, even death. Because it equaled death to our ancestors. If you think about it, if someone was shunned from the tribe of our ancestors, they had no protection, no food, no shelter, and often it meant that they would die alone, just how it was. So this was on my mind a lot growing up. Then when I couldn't take it anymore and I left the religion, I still worried all the time that my family would shut me out. But I also knew in my heart that I was meant for something different. 
And so on my journey, I went to find what that was. Still, though, I worried. I couldn't break free from that fear. People around me would say, oh, they're not going to do that. Don't worry. But I did worry. And then one day my worst fear came true and my younger sister sat me down and said that her family would no longer be part of our life because we were not part of her religion. And she didn't want her kids to be around us and see other things that they might want. (laughs) Well, it's been five years since she did that. Now, it's never easy to admit that you attracted something bad into your life. But once I started really working on myself and listening to mentors like Wayne Dyer and Tony Robbins, I had to ask that question. What role did I play in this? I realized I put so much energy and focus into fearing what I didn't want and pushing against what I didn't want that I really never had time to just focus on what I did want. And was it possible because I spent so much time fearing and focusing energy on what I didn't want that I attracted it into my life? Over the last few years, I have, through meditation and journaling and focusing my energy on good thoughts, I started really focusing and asking myself, what do I want? Not what do I not want, what do I want? And I would journaling what do I, what I actually wanted. Noticing how my thoughts affected everything I do, I realized that I was responsible, which is really actually great because that meant I can fix it. I no longer allow myself to dwell on what could happen that's terrible that I don't want. I focus on what I do want. How do I want to show up? What is good in my life right now? What am I grateful for that I have? It's so amazing to see what changes happen when you practice living this way. I no longer fight against the sister that's not in my life. When I do think of her, I send her love. I've seen her a couple times at my parents recently. But when I see her, I'm just myself and I let her be herself. And I love on my niece and nephew, and I don't expect it to be anything different. I don't expect for things to change overnight. I don't need her to be different for me to feel good. And I don't talk bad about her to other people. Years ago, that was not the case. And I don't wish her ill. Years ago, I'm not proud to say that was not the case either. Honestly, now I can say I don't think about her much at all because I'm so busy thinking about the things in my life that I do have. My relationship with her has changed quite a bit in my head. And if there is a time where I do like a little bit of resentment pops up for her, I simply change my focus. Meditation has taught me I can do that in an instant and it works. So I will change my focus to things like the beautiful relationship with all my other siblings and my husband and my parents and my amazing friends. Where focus goes, energy flows. And I think that because of the way I've changed my focus and my thoughts, that my relationship with my family that are still in the religion, it's improved that tremendously. When you're focused on the things you don't want, you get more of that. When you focus on the things you do want, you also get more of that. So think about your thought habits and thought patterns. Where is your thought energy spent? Is it on what you have and love? Or is it on what you're afraid might happen or that you don't have or that you despise? You show me your life and I could probably answer that for you. It's not easy. Managing our mind is one of the greatest tools we will ever learn. You see, you can be happy and the relationships you have are not perfect. You can be happy and the car you love is in the shop. You can be happy and the life you're living is going to have obstacles. I can be happy and relaxed even though my railing lights are currently not working. And I am. 
My challenge to you this week is to evaluate your thought patterns if there is an area in your life that is going south. Your thought patterns control your emotions, which control your actions. If you're having trouble controlling your thought patterns, then your life will continue to be a product of those negative thoughts. Trust me on this. <laughs> Meditation doesn't feel like it does much when you're doing it, but the consistent action of knowing you control what you think about, which is exactly what meditation teaches you, is the difference between a default life and a life that you decide where it's going. It's powerful stuff. Share this with three people you love. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.